0: Welcome everyone to the Fibonacci Temple, spirituality for everything that fits together. I'm your host, Jay Caffaretta, and here at the Fibonacci Temple podcast, we will be talking about everything that fits together in some weird and uncanny kinds of ways. I welcome your comments, and I hope you'll subscribe to our weekly podcast. There's an interesting phenomenon where we have women who wear their shoes too small and men who wear their clothes too big. And the reason why I think this is an interesting topic is because it just points us, again, our attention to the idea that the way that people in our culture, our society, are always feeling like they're less than, or they're not enough, or they're not right, or they don't belong. Or the imposter syndrome. And again, this is a very interesting topic in terms of women who really buy their shoes so, too small for their feet because they don't want to be seen as someone who has big feet, as if that meant something about who they were as a person or their character or what anything about them, the size of their feet. And then men who wear their clothes too big Are men who are trying to, again, fill into or fit into this idea about what a man's body should look like? So, this is all about body politics. But when we look at it in terms of shoes or clothes, it's really another indicator of how our society treats our bodies. Now, we know that there is something called natural and something called normal. And natural is something that happens organically. You're born. And you look like you do. Your body is what it is. That's natural. What's normal is what we decide as a society or a culture, what is the appropriate thing, the correct thing, the right thing, uh, the thing to strive for or to be perceived as. And when we buy our shoes that are too small for our feet, we know that we are impeding our health. We are making our lives really hard, and we're creating a sacrifice in the name of what other people perceive of us. Now, who is perceiving the size of our shoes? Well, I guess that would be the shoe salesman if that was part of the equation. Now, often today, we don't even visit a shoe store that has a shoe salesman that would sit down, measure your foot, bring you a pair of shoes, and have you try it on with a shoe horn. All the things that used to be part of a ritual of buying new shoes. Now you go on to the internet, you pick your size, you pick your shape, you pick your color, and within what, two days, you have that delivered to your home. There's no one else who knows, other than of course the logarithms and the algorithms about your shopping habits, the size of the shoes that you're wearing. And yet we continue to sacrifice our health health in the name of this perception of our bodies. And it's our What? It's our feeling, our knowing, our understanding, our worry, our fear that other people will know that we wear a size 9, 10, 12 size shoe. Because what does that say about you if you're a woman and you have big feet? Well, it says you're not very dainty. It says you're not very fragile. It says that you're not very delicate. You're not the delicate flower petal that floats across the floor in your large hoop skirt, where it doesn't even look like you're walking. You're just gliding. Where does this all come back to? Well, the first thing that I thought about when I wrote this topic down was when we look at the way that certain cultures bound women's feet to make them very small, what that was doing was actually torture um, to prevent a foot from growing naturally. And these bindings were wrapped until the bones were deformed, the feet were deformed, and then, of course, not really very pretty. um, But as long as they were in a particular kind of shoe, this was supposed to be a very highly sexually charged visual um, part of the attraction that men had for women with very small feet. Now, in the United States, I don't know that women are necessarily thinking about Chinese foot binding and thinking about wearing their shoes too small. But I do know that what it does do is it uh, it gives women another place where they're not acceptable. Their bodies are not okay. They have to be modified. And even, even in a negative, painful way, it's not just like, um, you know, making sure that your hair is really long, which doesn't hurt you, but really deforming your body in order to meet a standard of beauty and we know that when women wear their shoes too small or if they wear heels um, especially high heels this has dramatic impacts on the body so really high heels impact your spine your hips your knees um, and even your feet so bunions um, are a very real thing they're very painful the surgery is incredibly painful to have that corrected and sometimes those don't come just from your shoes being too small but from other things but Again, the idea that we would choose to harm ourselves in the name of somebody else's perception of our body is, it just makes you think about that more than one time. That's all for me. It's not just about, oh, well, I bought my shoes half a size too small so that no one will know that I wear a size nine, but I really wear an eight and a half. As if that made me a better person or made my character more sterling. I don't know. Um, or made me more beautiful, or more attractive to the people around me, or the people that I'm hoping would be attracted to me. And men who wear their clothes too large, you know, if we look back over men's fashion, even over the last century, all right, from the 1900s to the 2000s, I think about basketball players back in the 70s, right, and male basketball players wore super, super short shorts, and they were you know, barely covering all the important parts of the male anatomy, especially on someone as large as some of these basketball players. And now, of course, their shorts go down to at least their knees. This is how fashion trends change the way that we perceive what is attractive, or we have something that we think is now attractive when we change our fashion trends to match that. So what is it that we are afraid of? We're afraid of being unattractive? Well, some of us know that we're just not ever gonna be the pretty people. That that ship has sailed or it never docked, right? We're just never gonna be part of that group. So what is it then? Why is it that we work so hard and we harm ourselves? Really, this is self-harm on a very long game, if you will, kind of strategy. By wearing your shoes too small, it's going to impact your health for the rest of your life. Now, wearing your clothes too large is a whole different thing. Uh, That obviously is not going to harm you other than make you look like you're actually smaller than you are, because when you wear clothes that are too big for you, you look smaller. Um, And for some people who wear their clothes too large, it's actually a defense mechanism to hide their body For whatever reason. Um, Many uh, incest survivors or sexual assault survivors will use their clothing as sort of a defense mechanism or as armor to prevent um, unwanted attraction or attention. That's kind of a different thing. But it's still part of the same picture that using our clothing and our levels of beauty standards to what? Impact our life and our health and it, they go hand in hand if you are a, a survivor of sexual assault or sexual in, uh, or sexual incest then you know that that's going to impact your life forever mentally emotionally physically it will have an impact on your life so these things are all part of this body politic kind of thing But what I really want to draw your attention to is really this idea that other people's perception or other people's attraction to you is sort of what underlies this whole thing. And so if I am willing to sacrifice my health and my life even, because of what I'm afraid someone might think about me, that really helps me to dislodge the idea that I need to actually follow through on that self-harming behavior. Because of course I don't want to impact my own health based on something that I don't even know if it's true. I don't even know if people think that I'm unattractive or that by having my shoes be size nine instead of eight and a half, that that suddenly is a a deal breaker in a date, a marriage, a relationship, a job. What is it that really comes right down to boiling everything down to the very bottom of what is the impact? And that comes back to what is the fear? what am I afraid of? If I buy clothes that fit my body and make it look good, then aren't I actually enhancing my health, increasing my health? Of course I am. So occasionally I go through my closet, just like many people, and I go, these these clothes don't match where I am right now. Part of that is fashion trends, right? Part of it is just I'm at a different point in my life than I was when I was in my 20s. So I don't want to dress like I still think I'm in my 20s. It's not dignified. Um, And again, here's another perception. We know that when people dress below their age, like significantly below their age, it leaves others with an impression, right? An appearance. So chasing all um, all the dangles of youth. So again, how does that all impact the way that we think about our own bodies and how We want to be in the world. And my goal as a materialistic hedonist is to make sure that my health lasts as long as it can and in the best way that it can. Nobody wants to live to 110 and be dependent on other people to care for their bodies. Everyone wants to live to 110 and be able to run a half marathon any week they want. That's an awesome way to go. So thinking again, What is it that we do that sacrifices ourselves, our own well-being, our health, our bodies to pay attention to other people's perceptions, their judgments, their beliefs, or their understanding about how my life should be? I would much rather feel comfortable in my clothes so that it didn't distract me. My clothes didn't distract me. If you're wearing really high heels, that's distracting. And we won't even go into the politics of how high heels make it more difficult for a woman to run or a man to run or escape. And if you've seen those YouTube videos where they have those, uh, a whole group of young men who are in, you know, stilettos doing these very complicated dance uh, routines, you go, well, maybe it's not so bad after all. But we still know that that impacts their knees, hips, and backs. And if you're doing that every day, all day, it does make an impact. I know that my grandmother was relatively short and she always wore heels and she got to the point in her life where she had to even wear her slippers had to have a heel because of the shortening of her calf muscles and her calf, um, her tendons. And it was uncomfortable for her to actually be flat footed. And that is a long lasting impact. So what's the question? What's the point of this podcast is to just have you rethink maybe why it is that that perception or fear of other people's judgment or level of attraction to you based on your physical appearance is important or not important. Because we know that, you know, you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. Beauty is only skin deep. We know that eventually you're going to be at a different place in your life. All of these little homilies that we always say, but it comes down to the actions, the behaviors, about what size shoes we wear and what kind of clothes we put on our bodies. So I'll leave you with the idea, have you ever thought about why would you buy shoes that were too small or clothes that were too big or chase some ideal, some standard of beauty or handsomeness, whatever it is that you want to call this level of attractiveness that other people can perceive about you and how do you make those decisions? How do you decide what is going to be the next purchase that you make, the next piece of clothing that you put on your body, the next way you cut your hair or style your hair, is it really good for you? Or is it good for you because it makes you feel like other people are gonna be more accepting? Because if you are living your life for other people's acceptance, I would like to suggest you might wanna think about doing that differently. So again, women who wear their shoes too small and men who wear their clothes too big, all part of the same picture, the same question. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Come back and listen to our next podcast next week. This is your host, Jay Caffretta, signing off for the Fibonacci Temple.